Hey, easy, 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 easy. It's your boy, um, the Teller Sizzy. I'm back for another fucking podcast. Yo, if you stay after that part, that that second right there, you're you're a real one. This is really this isn't based on any kind of like reality or like factual information, other than the the fact these albums are coming out. At least two of the three I'll be mentioning. Um, but I just think it's a fun hypothetical because it follows a trend that uh, guys. They got revealed to a lot of people last year. If you're kind of more of a hip-hop head, you're kind of aware of this trend for a while, but it became public information, I suppose, last year. So last year, Nas, Nasir Jones, Nasir Ben Aludara, Bitch Screw Allah, um, released a project last year uh, titled King's Disease, uh, one of the more acclaimed hip-hop projects come out last year kind of a, a actual reprieve for a lot of people uh after the let's just say odd situation with uh nazir the kanye project the kanye project being his first project in six years so obviously there's very lofty expectations that kind of were not met by that but lost tapes too a lot of people love that and king's disease obviously a very successful one gotta please couple BT nominations, a Grammy nomination, uh, a couple of songs that are played in the NBA. Uh, just very successful kind of return to form for, for Nas, so to speak. Um, then we go from Nas as King Disease to 2021, where he teases King's Disease 2 uh, with pretty much, I believe, like two weeks of a uh, hype to get no lead singles, it appears. I mean, it's like three days away and there's been no lead singles, so I, I guess it's just, it's coming. Uh, it is coming this Friday. Uh, well, this Thursday night, depending on where you live at. And the track list came out. And the track listing is, let me pull it up, pull it back up again. Very interesting. Like, no matter how you feel about Nas as an artist or just old heads, I guess, in general. Uh, this is a very interesting track list. If my fucking Instagram go back to Nas' Instagram. So it's a, what's it, three, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. So fifteen song project produced by the same individuals from last year, Nas and Hit Boy, uh, on his own label. And some of the song titles are cool, you know, Death Row East, maybe an homage to uh, an earlier time. EPMD Two, which is apparently a song that already exists. Um, there's a sequel of Sony already exists. I guess earlier this year, EPMD and Nas had some kind of collaboration of that effect. I, I actually don't know. But this this is EPMD 2. And it features MPMD. Yeah, it's actually a song by Nas called EPMD. When the hell did this come out? Oh, it's from the Jews and Black Messiah. Okay, cool. So I guess maybe MPMD will be doing a remix of that. And then it features them, EPMD, and uh, Eminem. It features Eminem, who many people wanted on the song back in the 2000s. And unfortunately, it took pretty much two decades for that to happen. So here we go. It finally happened. Eminem and Nas. Uh, I would say certainly past Eminem's prime as an artist, but. You could also contend maybe past Nas's. I mean, like, it's like, 
what like for some guys, you know, and this you carries over like basketball too. If a dude is still giving you stats relative to his peak performance, how do you even call him out of his prime? Like, is Chris Paul out of his prime? He's athletically out of his prime, yeah. He can't go out there and run the way he used to be. He probably can't dunk anymore. But like I mean, he's still like, I mean, he played better than the playoffs last year than he ever did before. LeBron James was in the midst of his best defense and best shooting, I believe, as an athlete on this level uh, before Solomon Hill uh, gave him, you know, a little groin check. Um, I forgot, actually, actually, I think he stepped under his foot, something like that, like going for, no, he went for a rebound and like, um, like fucked up LeBron, like basically like knocked LeBron's leg in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I understand that, like, people kind of have this relative idea of, like, what peak is. But I think Nas's pen is still immaculate, dude. Like, you listen to some of those songs of King Disease, his pen has aged gracefully. Now, he's not dropping Illmatics anymore, but <laughs> maybe you could say he's out of his prime because of that. But I think this could be a really good album. Now, Eminem um, is the antithesis of what Nas is at this moment. Nas does not go up tempo very often with his flow uh he's more in the way of displaying his ability through storytelling which eminem does do some storytelling tracks from time to time um and he's not really trying to be much of a shock like that he's trying to be the smooth like kind of grand not granddad but like uncle while eminem is pretty much trying to like i don't know live out like that chopper uh rapper lifestyle like, the super technical bullshit. Like, the thing about Eminem is that he's more on this shtick of trying to prove that he's, like, this f- fucking elite class lyricist more than he was when he actually was an elite class lyricist. Now, you can listen to the entire Eminem project from, like, 2001 and 1999 and not hear him once mention that he's this guy that is just, like, so superb a lyricist and everybody else sucks. Now, maybe because that time's being filled rapping about beating his wife or former wife and trying to uh, sexually abuse pop stars. But the point being <laughs> that when he was actually dope, he wasn't trying to convince people he was dope. And we don't need that on that Nas track. Now, he can, I think he can be decent. Like, if you listen to his feature now, it's, it was almost six years ago, I guess, uh, on. Compton by Dr. Dre. I don't know. He doesn't do any kind of corny bars. He just raps. And it's pretty impressive. I would say it's one of the most impressive bars off of that song. Well, not bars, but um, verses. He just raps. If he just raps on this, I think it would be decent. But I think, I feel like, dude, it could be an homage type joint. Which, if it was that, he probably would be alright. But, like, I swear to God, dude, if he tries to do, like, super rapidly rap shit, bro. Um... Going from there, I, I think it'll be a decent track. You know, I really do. Um, YKTV, you know the vibes. Probably gonna be another one of Nas's, like, trying to try to do a, a contemporary single. Which, I mean, like I said, the one off of last year, the biggest one was, I think it was called Believe Me, featuring uh, Big Sean and and uh, Travis Scott's son. What's his name? Don Tolliver. That was a pretty successful song. And it was good. And it was a, a good single. Um, but you know the vibes featuring A Boogie with a hoodie and YG. I'm scared of that. Don Tolliver is an excellent 
uh, melodic individual. A Boogie with the hoodie, not quite so much. Even though I really like some of his best kind of uh, singing song type joints. Like Unhappy is a good one. Uh, me and my guitar is cool. Uh, he, he has good versatility. You know, the kind of the faster up-tempo joints he did with Sis9 were cool. Uh, he can do a slower track. I mean, he's he's not bad, but it's it's a little bit out of the pocket that you would, like, expect Nas to be in. Like, Don Tolliver was like, this could work. Like, it's very easy to see how this could work. But him and him and uh, A-Boogie, I don't know. I haven't heard a YG song in quite a while, so I'm going to be honest with you right there. And then I would say, in my opinion, the, the peak of this. <laughs> Nobody featuring Miss Lauren Hill. Uh, the Lauren Hill of If I Rule the World fame. I believe their only song that they put together. Let me see. Nas and Lauren Hill. I mean, arguably, like, well, I don't know. I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive in 1996, to be honest with you. But I would say, at the very least, one of the bigger songs coming out in 1996 and 2021. Um, massive song, you know, massively successful people. Ashley did a tour, before, uh, apparently. No, she uh, kicked. She kicked Santiago and Nas off of her tour. Lauren Hill is such a weird fucking person. Uh, you know, I always respect Lauren Hill, but it's the odd human being. Uh, but obviously, that's gonna be the, the peak of this project. Like Kanye West, and now we can pivot to this. Kanye West has his album that, as best we know of, contains a multitude of very successful artists. One of which being Jay Z, Hobe, who has this supposed everlasting beef with Nas. I don't think it's requited, but supposedly, and you can kind of look at the correlation if you want to, but supposedly, Hove goes out of his way every time Nas is about to drop to drop a project as well. Um, or to drop something at the very least, right? Because King Disease came out, and the same day, Hove had a collaboration with Pharrell, which is like some kind of promo for like some project or something like that. Um, and then 2018 is where I think it bust because I don't think Jay dropped anything. Let me see. Release dates. I don't think he dropped anything in 2018 for Nasir. That's the one that I don't think that... I think that broke the trend. But before that, it would have been 2012... Uh, I believe that would have been was that, that's the one Tom Ford I believe right that would have came at the same time as Life is Good and then before that I guess American Gangster and uh, and N-I-G-G-E-R which is the name of that album uh, Nas' album it's also called Untitled but you know um, Hip Hop is Dead I, I'm trying to remember what would have came out at time for Jay but let me see I gotta pull it up right now so Stillmatic, 2001, and Unplugged. I mean, that's probably, it's probably something to that. Streets Disciple, November 30th, 2004. Collision Course, one of like his shittier off-course, you know, projects. Uh, November 30th, 2004. Nas' Greatest Hits, 2007, November 6th. American Gangster, November 6th, 2007. Um, Nasir, 2008, Everything. Oh, Everything is Love, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, he, that, was a, that was a surprise drop with like no hype with him and uh, Beyonce. And then Lost Tapes 2, 
July 19, 2019, Beyonce slash Jay-Z Lion King, July 19, 2019. Yeah. And then, like I said, King's Disease, um, that was the Pharrell joint. I mean, so here's what the, the problem with the trend was. Even though Nas only released one project between... He, he did Distant Rival... Distant, um... Distant Relatives, too. So he had, like, two projects between... I guess 2007... And 2018. I believe. I could pull this up and empirically, like... Solve this issue, but... You know, what can you say? Distant Relatives and... L.I.G., right? Yeah, 010 to... And then 2012. Did Jay drop anything in 2010? Let's see. Because he didn't do anything for Life is Good. And he did have an album that was cooking up around the time. So if he really wanted to sabotage Life is Good, he it was in his possibility to do so. Alright, so Blueprint 3 came out in 2009. The Blueprint Collection came out in 2009. Watchstone came out in 2011. And Magna Carta Holy Grail came out in 2013. So if if Hove really wanted to sabotage this guy, he could have. You could push Blueprint 3 back a year. Or you could push Watch the Throne back a year, even though I know that's like not that's pretty much a Connie album that Hove was on, right? You could push Magna Carta up a year. I, I don't think I mean I don't think it's a coincidence either. I just don't think like he's as deep into it as people like people want to make it to be like to where and I'm a I'm a Nas like stand. I'm not really much of a I'm, I'm a Jay fan, but like I just don't go my way to listen to Jay Wright. But Jay Wright, not Jay Wright. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it's as deep as people make it out to be. I, I think like it might be a little bit spiteful, but like it only happened like they probably released like well actually this might be just about every Nas's project. Hip Hop is Dead, he didn't do one. When did Hip Hop is Dead come out? 2007. And Street Disciple? He did do Street Disciple. Okay. So, Hip Hop is Dead, and then N-I-G-G-E-R. Okay, Untitled. We'll just call it Untitled. So, Hip Hop is Dead 2007, Nas 2008. Or Untitled 2008. And then you go back to Hove. Hove, he had, a, he had an album in those two years. I don't know which one it was, but he had an album in those two years, I'm pretty sure. Let's go back to this discography. Yeah, American Gangster. So he lined American Gangster up with one Nas project. We didn't release it up with the um, the Hip Hop Is Dead. He also was on Hip Hop Is Dead as well. So I mean, maybe you could, maybe if you want to keep a conspiracy theory going, he was actually on Hip Hop Is Dead, if I remember correctly. That was a Black President song. Uh, so the only one that's not accounted for would be Untitled, which and Life Is Good, and um, I, it, it's, it's too much to me. It's too much to me. But uh, to kind of tie this all up, I'm, I'm going to get a water break and kind of finish this up. But um, I'm going to get some water and then I'll finish this up. This really was supposed to kind of involve Ye a little bit more than just a pawn of the situation. But um, I'm already this deep into like kind of the 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 black hole of Nas versus Hove. And when you get into something like that, as anybody who has fallen Nas and Hove can attest, that usually just ends up being a pretty 
pretty raw and uh, uncut instance when you are talking most hip hop fans. So the whole premise of this episode being made was to talk about the idea of Nas getting his album released with only two weeks of prep time, right? His album released soiled by Jay-Z with a surprise project. Now, there's two ways that you can look at whole quote-unquote soiling Nas' day. Kanye, his album was supposed to come out two weeks ago, and it did not appear that Kanye is on a set, you know, idea of what his album was supposed to look like. He, as I understand, he pretty much played almost an entirely different project in Atlanta than he did in Las Vegas, which was his other release party show a little, a few days before that. Almost an entirely different project from what I understand. So, I don't think that he moved it back because of any outside forces. But we come to find out that Jay-Z puts a verse... He was the only person that put a last-second verse on his album. Let me also say that. When he puts a verse on the album at 4 p.m., I would assume in Atlanta's time, so Eastern Standard Time, which was like five or six hours before Kanye was set to perform. And he just throws a verse on there. And the verse that verse closed out the entire uh, show, as you would expect with Kanye and Jay. And that's it. That that they I think they also teased Watch the Throne too. They at least explicitly mentioned Watch the Throne, as I understand. And that was the end of that. That was the end of the show. And then Kanye does not put the album out that day. And we get confirmation said to be pushed out two days later to this Thursday. And the funniest thing is that Nas announces his project like probably like that. I want to say that Friday, if not like the Monday after, like the week after. So, so it's just like, it's just like, and the thing is like, even if it's announced as a surprise project to us, right? Like this stuff gets announced because he, he's, he, you know, he has, he's signed to a label. He knows the label he has. He's signed to a label. He has like, um, you know, distribution deals and such like that. It's going to get announced to those people before time. And I think we kind of saw this with, um, with Drake couple times with some of his, his pettier stuff these guys that are really big like heads in hip-hop can like kind of pretty much get to a distribute distributor and figure out where dates are supposed to be at ahead of time like that's stuff that does happen uh pretty often it seems like so it's just like did hope no Nas was dropping today did he would, would he would he have put that here's what i just posed would Hove have put a verse on Donda if Nas wasn't dropping? Because I don't think he has an album ready to go. I don't think Watch the Throne 2, which really was supposed to be the, 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 the premise of this entire podcast, is Watch the Throne 2 had to come out on the same day as King's Disease 2. Um, I, I, I think Nas is, I, I think Jay wants to be out there the same day as Nas, and this would be yet another time. Almost every time since the house has dropped, that Hove has been out there in the streets, the East streets now, at the same time as Nas. <laughs> and I mean, it's just funny. I, I think it's, I think it's honest to God, like, I, I think it's just funny he pushed back two weeks, right? Like, maybe there's some, some time uh, ramifications to where you can't just say, we're going to put it out next week. 
because I know there was like soccer games in the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium and you know it's a quick turnaround like only seven days really six days when you consider the fact that Friday would be essentially dedicated towards the cleanup of the prior you know party and all that so six day turnaround is a lot but I just think it's funny that virtually like the same day that Hove throws on a versus the Kanye's project, we find out that Nas is releasing a project. The same day that Kanye and Tens are moving back to the project. It's like these happy coincidences that like are just startling, right? Like there's if you think about it, there's been like let's see four years just about going on that you have been unable to hear a Nas project. Like, if you threw on, like, the uh, the Spotify Daily, Weekly, or whatever the fuck you call it, if you looked in there and looked for a non-song, there would also be a whole song in there that's freshly made. <laughs> that's just weird to me, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And it was very weird when it was, like, Jay and Beyonce the same day, like, Nas and Kanye. Like, that was, that was some haterade type stuff, I feel like. But this is... This is also kind of weird. That's it for me. Uh, I have nothing else to say about this topic other than, Jay, if this is a thing on spite, you need to stop doing what you're doing, bro, and, and, and stop it. But I don't know. I can't confirm or deny if it is or out or not out of spite. I don't know. But shout out to Nas for releasing what could be another classic. Mm-hmm.